The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. A new week has begun. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, July 24th, 2023, Monday of the 16th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Charbel Makhlouf. He was born in 1828 and raised by an uncle because his father, a mule driver, died when he was only three. At the age of 23, he joined the monastery of Saint Marin at at the age of 23, he joined the monastery of St. Maron in Lebanon and took the name Charbel in honor of a second-century martyr. Charbel lived as a hermit from 1875 until his death. His reputation for holiness prompted people to seek him to receive a blessing and to be remembered in his prayers. When his superiors occasionally asked him to administer the sacraments to nearby villages, Charbel did so gladly. He died in the late afternoon of Christmas Eve, 1898. Christians and non-Christians soon made his tomb a place of pilgrimage and of cures. St. Charbel Makhlouf, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee, that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's gospel passage comes from the 12th chapter of Matthew. And that's an important detail because this passage comes after Jesus has performed many miracles. He's healed many infirm people. He's cast out many demons. He's given sight to many blind people. He's helped many, many deaf people here. He's done all sorts of things. He's raised a couple people from the dead. And yet, what we read today, Lord Jesus, is these people ask you for a sign. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. Jesus, this is almost comical to hear this request from these people. They've heard about your miracles and maybe even they've seen you perform miracles themselves. And yet they wish to see a sign from you. What's happening here? Well, I think they really don't want to believe. They want certainty. They want a human knowledge, a human certainty. They don't want to believe in Jesus. 
And so they're asking him for a sign that would make it absolutely definitive, absolutely undeniable that he is the Messiah and that he is also divine, perhaps. Jesus, this is kind of funny, but in a way it's not funny because many of us put ourselves different points of our life or different points of our prayer life in the same position. Jesus, you've done so much for us. Our faith tells us about your goodness. You died for us on the cross. You're giving us grace to be able to love and get to heaven. You forgive our sins and confession. You're all merciful. You've made God our Father. Jesus, you've done so much for us. And the Gospels are witnesses, historical witnesses, to the reality of your presence on earth. They're witnesses to your miracles. You've done enough for us, Lord Jesus, to believe in you as God. And yet, at times, we too, in our own way, ask for a sign. We forget or we don't take into account all that our Lord has done for us, both kind of globally uh, in our faith uh, that he's done for every, every single human being, dying on the cross, forgiving our sins, opening up heaven, but also individually, and perhaps that's more, that's more important. I forget, Lord, all the blessings in my life that you've given to me individually, my faith, my vocation, the sacraments that you've, that you've shared with me, my prayer life, my knowledge of scripture, my friends, my family, the food that you give me to eat, the shelter over my head, all these blessings. At times when something goes wrong or when I'm assailed by a little bit of doubt, I forget these things and I say, I want more proof. I, I want, I want to know that God is real. I want to know that my faith is real. I don't want to trust. And that's a bad attitude. Right? This is, it was bad then for them to ask for a sign when Jesus had already done many things to show that he was the Messiah, to show that he was God. And it's also bad for us. Faith will always entail a little bit of uncertainty. Faith will always entail a little bit of trust in this life. It'll never be as certain as our senses. Jesus goes on to say, look, he doesn't even mention the fact that he's performed many signs, but he goes on to say, I'll give you a sign. And the sign that he refers to here in a very beautiful way is the resurrection, is the greatest miracle that he'll perform, that he's going to perform after his death. The scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the well, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The sign of Jonah, just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so Jesus will be at least a part of three days in the tomb and then rise again on the third day. And that's the resurrection. That's the greatest miracle. People saw Jesus resurrected. Many people saw Jesus resurrected and they went and told others and they were credible because they weren't crazy and people knew them. And they said, we saw him and this is what he taught. And you knew him too. Maybe you didn't see him resurrected, but you knew him too. The same Jesus we saw after his death. We saw the wounds in his hands and the wound in his side. 
and the wounds in his feet. And he passed through walls, and he appeared and disappeared, and he taught us, and he ascended into heaven. We saw him after he was dead for three days. We can imagine the impression that Jonah made on the Ninevites after having been semi-digested and then regurgitated by this whale. I'm sure he didn't cut a pretty figure. He was kind of messed up. And people knew what had happened to him, and they were looking at him like, what the heck happened to this guy? And yet here he is preaching to us to repent. It was impressive to see Jonah after he had been in the, in the belly of the whale for three days, walk through Nineveh and proclaim that message from God of repentance to avoid the wrath of God, the punishment of God. Even more, how impressive, how impressive it was to see that great miracle, the resurrection, Jesus alive after having been dead. Lord, give us trust. There's enough miracles in the gospel, Lord, for us to believe. You've done enough in my life personally for me, for me to trust you. Help me not to look for signs that would replace my trust or would make faith unnecessary. In this life, as St. Paul says, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. And our faith can be certain. Our faith can be certain because the source of our faith is certain. God is reliable. God is trustworthy. God tells the truth. Jesus is the truth. The gospels are trustworthy. The teachings of the church are trustworthy. And so in its source, right? This, if we consider the source of the truth of the faith, it's more certain, it's more reliable than anything else we know or anything else we believe. If we consider the way that we know it, well then, yeah, it's less certain than our senses or things that we experience directly or figure out for ourselves. Because it does take this element of trust. It is about things that we don't see directly. And yet, Jesus, you've shown us that you're trustworthy. And so we have enough evidence and we have enough reason to believe. Help us to believe, Jesus. Save me, Lord, from my doubt. Save me from my lack of faith. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. We say with the father of that child who was possessed. Lord, we believe. Help our unbelief. Jesus revealed to St. Faustina that distrust on the part of souls who he's chosen, distrust on the part of his faithful ones, is the sin that hurts him the most, even now in heaven. When we distrust him, when we keep asking for signs, when we try to replace faith with knowledge or faith with a certainty that faith precludes or doesn't allow, we hurt him. He, he feels offended by our lack of trust in him. He's done enough for us to totally win our trust. Lord Jesus, increase our faith. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a couple of minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, July 24th, 2023. 
I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will, will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is the King of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war? Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart? How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart? How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice. Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens, and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them, such are the wicked, but untroubled. They grow in wealth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their, their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too. Hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Their, their laughter will turn to weeping, their, their merriment to grief. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works 
at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. To savor your words is my delight, O Lord. Honey itself is not sweeter. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. Confident as I am about this, I wanted to visit you first so that a double grace might be yours. I plan to visit you both on the way to Macedonia and on my return, that I might receive your help on my journey to Judea. Do you suppose that in making those plans I was acting insincerely? Or that my plans are so determined by self-interest that I change my mind from one minute to the next? As God keeps his word, I declare that my word to you is not yes one minute and no the next. Jesus Christ, whom Silvanus, Timothy, and I preached to you as Son of God, was not alternately yes and no. He was never anything but yes. Whatever promises God has made have been fulfilled in him. Therefore, it is through him that we address our amen to God when we worship together. God is the one who firmly establishes us along with you in Christ. It is he who anointed us and has sealed us, thereby depositing the first payment, the Spirit, in our hearts. I call on God as my witness that it was out of consideration for you that I did not come to Corinth again. Domineering over your faith is not my purpose. I prefer to work with you toward your happiness. As regards faith, you are standing firm. I did decide, however, not to visit you again in painful circumstances. For if I cause you pain, who can make me happy again but the ones I grieved? I wrote as I did so that when I come, I may not be saddened by those who should rejoice my heart. I know you all well enough to be convinced that my happiness is yours. That is why I wrote you in great sorrow and anguish with copious tears, not to make you sad, but to help you realize the great love I bear you. If anyone has given offense, he has hurt not only me, but in some measure to say no more every one of you. The punishment already inflicted by the majority on such a one is enough. You should now relent and support him so that he may not be crushed by too great a weight of sorrow. I therefore beg you to reaffirm your love for him. The reason I wrote you was to test you and learn whether you are obedient in all matters. If you forgive a man anything, so do I. Any forgiving I have done has been for your sakes and before Christ to prevent Satan, whose guile we all know too well, from outwitting us. The word of the Lord. God firmly establishes us in Christ. He anointed, 
and sealed us. And, and as his, his pledge, pledge to us, he, he sent, sent his spirit to dwell in our hearts. The Lord our God made a covenant with us and spoke to us face to face. And, and as, as his, his pledge to us, he sent, he sent his, his spirit to dwell in our hearts. A reading from a letter to the Magnesians by St. Ignatius of Antioch, bishop and martyr. In the persons I mentioned, I saw and loved in faith your whole community. And so I urge you to strive to do all things in the harmony of God. The bishop is to preside as God's representative. The presbyters are to perform the rule of the apostolic council. And the deacons, who are so dear to me, are to be entrusted with the service of Jesus Christ, who was with the Father before time began, and has now at last manifested himself to us. Follow the ways of God, and have respect for one another. Let no one judge his neighbor as the world does, but love one another always in Jesus Christ. Let there be nothing among you that could divide you, but live in accord with the bishop and those who are over you as a sign and as a pattern of eternal life. The Lord did nothing either of himself or through his apostles without his Father, with whom he is united. So, too, you should undertake nothing without the bishop and the presbyters. Do not attempt to persuade yourselves that what you do on your own account is right and proper. But when you meet together, there must be one petition, one prayer, one mind, one hope in love and in holy joy. For Jesus Christ is one and perfect before all else. You must all be quick to come together as to one temple of God, one altar, to the one Jesus Christ who came forth from the one Father while still remaining one with Him and returned to Him. Do not be led astray by false doctrines or by old and idle tales. For if we still live by the law, we admit that we have not received grace. But the holy prophets lived according to Jesus Christ, and that is why they were persecuted. They were inspired by His grace to bring full conviction to an unbelieving world that there is one God, manifested now through Jesus Christ His Son, His Word, who came forth from the Father, and was in all things pleasing to the One who sent Him. Those who lived by the ancient customs attained a fresh hope, they no longer observed Saturday, but Sunday, the Lord's Day. For on that day life arose for us through Christ and through his death. Some deny this mystery, but through it we have received our faith, and because of it we persevere, that we may prove to be disciples of our only teacher, Jesus Christ. Even the prophets awaited him as their teacher, since they were his disciples in spirit. That is why Christ, whom they rightly awaited, raised them from the dead when he appeared. How then can we live without him? You should be of one mind, caring for one another, kind, compassionate, and humble. This, this you have, have been, been called, called to do, do so that, that you may obtain a blessing as your inheritance. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing respect and serve the Lord. This, this you have, have been, been called, called to do, do so, so that, that you, you may obtain, obtain a blessing as, as your inheritance. Let us pray. Show favor, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith, and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
God forever and ever. Amen. Beware of looking for signs. Today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Have you ever found yourself saying, Lord, give me a sign? Well, take the advice of the Lord. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will arise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will arise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's true that the Lord offers us all kinds of grace, but we can easily find ways to block it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Something greater than Jonah is here. Something greater than Solomon is here. Christ himself is at our side. He beckons to man not as a stranger, but as a friend eager to share his thoughts, even his life. He wants to give us the divine solution to those problems which worry us and sometimes tear us to pieces. Yet much as sound waves can interfere with good reception, so it is with obstacles to our life of faith. These obstacles can affect even those who have spent many years in Christ's service to the extent that they can become disconcerted and disoriented, unable to see the beauty of their self-giving. Here are some questions for the examination of conscience of someone in this situation. Do I truly want to see? Am I fully disposed to want to see, to affirm at the very least that God's presence can be found in the circumstances of my life? Do I allow myself to be helped? Do I explain my situation clearly? Do I reveal my inmost self without any hesitation? Pride is the principal obstacle in our struggle. But there are other obstacles, such as a comfort-seeking environment with its instinctive aversion to sacrifice and the cross. This environment brings with it subtle tempting attachments which will provide plenty of human reasons for not doing the will of God. Following God's will is a joyful way, but it also requires constant effort and self-surrender. It means being savagely sincere in spiritual direction. It means keeping a lock on our heart and a break on our will. 
We need to purify the heart from its wayward affections so that it can be filled with the true love of Christ. It is indeed very hard to appreciate the light when one's vision is clouded. Laziness and love of comfort are two other obstacles which can affect our struggle. As in the case of every true love, a personal commitment to the faith and to a vocation involves a complete self-giving. Laziness and love of comfort tend to compromise and weaken our commitment of love. We may experience times when the Lord seems hidden from our view. He probably wants us to look for Him with greater love, with greater humility, with greater abandonment to the counsels of our spiritual director. If we make the effort required, we will always come to discover the most lovable face of Christ. The word faith has its roots in the notion of a person's placing himself in the care of someone who is stronger, trusting in this other person's assistance. We put our trust in God, but He wants us to rely on those He has put by our side to help us see. God frequently gives light through His creatures. The Lord passes by so close to us that we should be able to find Him and follow Him. Frequent recourse to the sacrament of penance is an excellent way to ensure that we see God more clearly in ourselves and in those around us. We ask the Blessed Virgin to help us purify our mind and heart so that we can find God in the circumstances of every day. Lord, I believe in you. Increase my faith. I trust in you. Strengthen my trust. I love you. Let me love you more and more. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We pray once again with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God without beginning or end. You turn men back to dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servant. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and, happy to be known as companions of your Son, we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. From the farthest bounds of earth, May God be praised. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. Sing to the Lord a new song, His praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exalt and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands. The Lord goes forth like a hero. 
Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might. I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing, holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting. I will lay waste mountains and hills. All their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up. I will lead the blind on their journey by paths unknown. I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them and make crooked ways straight. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. From the farthest bounds of earth, May God be praised. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills, in heaven, on earth, in the seas. He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike. Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants. Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan. He let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name and graciously pour out your blessing upon us. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. A reading from the book of Judith. We should be grateful to the Lord our God for putting us to the test as he did our forefathers. Recall how he dealt with Abraham and how he tried Isaac and all that happened to Jacob 
in Syrian Mesopotamia while he was tending the flocks of Laban, his mother's brother. Not for vengeance did the Lord put them in the crucible to try their hearts, nor has he done so with us. It is by way of admonition that he chastises those who are close to him. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Because Christ hears and saves those who hope in him, let us pray. We praise you, Lord. We hope in you. We We praise you, Lord. We hope in you. We thank you because you are rich in mercy. And for the abundant love with which you have loved us. We We praise you, Lord. We We hope in you. With the Father, you are always at work in the world. Make all things new through the power of your Holy Spirit. We We praise you, Lord. We hope in you. Open our eyes and the eyes of our brothers. To see your wonders this day. We We praise you, Lord. We we hope in you. You call us today to your service. Make us stewards of your many gifts. We praise you, Lord. We hope in you. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. 
our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Creator, you gave us the earth to cultivate and the sun to serve our needs. Help us to spend this day for your glory and our neighbor's good. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. As we celebrate the optional memorial of St. Charbel Makluf, let me give a shout-out and a happy feast day to my friend Core Bishop Charbel Maroon at St. Marin Church in Minneapolis. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid. A bit later on, I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.